I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. We're thrilled today to be joined by three-time Olympic gold medalist Gabby Douglas. Uh, talk about all the things that she's working on. And in particular, of course, we've got Olympic Games coming up. Uh, Gabby, thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. Well, uh, you've been through this drill uh, in the uh, Olympics. You know the pressure. You know the stressors. Of course, this year the uh, gymnasts have had that extra delay of a year, which has to be uh, an mm-hmm. interesting challenge as well. Uh, one, yep. what uh, what was your experience going through that, and what do you think the uh, gymnastics team is looking at uh, rolling here into the 2020-21 Tokyo Olympics? I can't um, I can't even imagine um, what's going through their heads right now. I know with me, you know, I've never competed or trained through a pandemic or the Olympics being canceled. You know, everything was normal wear and tear. It was, for me, it's so different because, like I said, the Olympics got canceled and now the crowd, we don't know if the crowd will be there. And so I've never gone through that before. I can only imagine how hard and stressful that can be as far as, like, you already have a lot of stressors and pressures so i mean like i said i can't even imagine <laughs> uh well and, and it'll be an interesting dynamic as well uh all of those uh events are just so precision you're dealing with you know fractions of points and uh, this will be interesting too uh how do you think it's going to play out in terms of not having you know fans in the stands for those really intense moments i mean honestly as gymnasts we are trained to adapt but i do think it's going to be very different because I, for me, I love performing in front of the crowd. I love interacting and, you know, engaging with them. So without having them there, very different atmosphere because, you know, the fans, they hype up things, they're your supporters. And yeah, it's just going to be very, very uh, interesting and, and very different. Yeah. Well, you've had a, uh, you had obviously a great career and a great run uh, in the Olympics and nationals and so on. Uh, as you move forward in your life and career, uh, tell us some of the things that you're, you're mm-hmm. working on now, and uh, especially how you're helping uh, young people uh, learn to, to really you know, achieve their goals. Yeah, I do a lot of, uh, well, not a lot, but I do do mentorship. And um, I've just been so grateful to have this platform and this opportunity in my life where I can share with others and inspire others and help people because I have a huge passion in helping people. And I take everything day by day. I love taking care of my body. I love taking care of my skin. And so we only have one body, and so I love to take care of it. Yeah, that's so important. And talk for a minute a little bit about uh, some of the challenges of that. Obviously, as a gymnast, uh, there is so much focus on the the perfect body, having everything just right. We mm-hmm. know that's created a, a lot, especially during the pandemic, I think, uh, young women in particular have yeah. struggled with social media and that perfection syndrome. How have you seen that and experienced that? How do you deal with that? Oh, it was hard. You know, every single routine has to be perfect. Every single little thing has to be perfect. And as gymnasts, we are always trained that every single thing has to be perfect. And it's hard, but 
you do have to realize that, you know, you do make mistakes, and it's about learning from the mistakes and moving on and not dwelling on, I wasn't perfect, but, okay, how can I take this and motivate, motivate me, motivate myself? How can I take this and learn from it to become a better version of me? So um, I think being perfect is, you know, everyone wants to be perfect, but I think being real and organic is more real. Mm. Love that. I think that's uh, I think that's a good message for all of us. Uh, uh, what other what other message would you have for uh, for young women in particular as they uh, set out again overcoming some of these uh, societal challenges, but also just making sure they recognize mm-hmm. who they are and uh, their own mental health and wellness. I would say be yourself. Honestly, um, I've tried so hard to you know not be myself. And it's very hard, you know. We were all given a unique talent, unique abilities, and we all have a uniqueness to us. And so I would say go out there and add your uniqueness, your own, your oneness to the world because, you know, a lot of people are the same. And so it's so important to stand out and be different. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to spend just a just a minute, Gabby, uh, following your uh, Olympic victories and uh, just all of that, mm-hmm. those great achievements. Uh, your The title of, of your book, really your history, Grace, Gold, and Glory, My Leap of Faith. Uh, just give us a little insight into that. Yeah, so I came with that book in 2012, and it was a interesting experience because I had to like go and dig back and dig up some, <laughs> some a lot of memories, but it was just about my life and my experience and my journey. Um, so, yeah, that's that's how that came to be. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, last question for you. Uh, I know you're, uh, you're making the rounds today, and uh, obviously as we get closer to the beginning of the, the Olympics, what are, you, what are you looking forward to? What should we be watching uh, with this year's uh, women's <laughs> gymnastics team? I mean, honestly, there's so much going on. And for me, I just I'm sending all my best to everyone and just, um, security and um, just stay safe and be well, honestly, because it's just so different. And I'm just really hoping that everyone just takes care of themselves, takes precautions, and just stay safe. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Three-time uh, gold medalist uh, Gabby Douglas joining us online today. Gabby, thanks so much for uh, being with us, taking a little time out of your very crammed day today, and I uh, wish you all the best moving <laughs> forward. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I love some of the things that uh, Gabby Douglas shared in that. Obviously, a, a three-time gold medalist, uh, that's uh, that's not just being okay. That's being extraordinary. And uh, I love the fact that when we talked about the challenges that come up or the challenges that this year's Olympic team is going to experience uh, in Japan, mostly empty stadiums, although I hear they're raising those numbers a little bit. Uh, but her response was, we're trained to adapt. Uh, and I have to tell you, when we started the conversation, uh, she had been patched in uh, through New York, uh, and she had this awful echo in her head. And if you've ever had to listen to yourself twice at the same time while you're answering something, it's really hard. And uh, Gabby's agent kept saying, you know, we can start over, we can call back, we can, you know, we can redo this at another time. And she just says, no, I got this. I can roll with this. I can roll with this. Uh, and it, it was just evidence that she doesn't just talk about being able to adapt as a gymnast. Uh, she lived it. Uh, she lived it on the interview that we just shared with you. And uh, to me, that's uh, that's the kind of Olympic message and Olympic modeling we all can do is learning how to adapt just a little bit. We get so rigid 
in our thinking. We get so rigid in our even our willingness to to think about things and think about them just a little bit differently. And uh, we're going to talk about change and changing change and how you can either take change by the hand or let change grab you by the throat. Uh, we'll do that coming up at uh, 2.50 today. Uh, you don't want to miss that. And uh, also, you want to make sure you stick with us. Uh, we'll step aside for top of the hour news. And when we come back, our very own John Smith is in studio with us. We have a real crucial conversation that's going to get you a little different angle, get you to think again about many of the discussions we're having about fires, fireworks, drought, heat. What does it actually mean to our firefighters? Stay with us for top of the hour there. I'm Boyd Matheson. You're listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.